0: Sometimes Rapunzel gets bundled in towers Sometimes the witch has her way But when floundering at sea You got a friend in me Liv and Hannah From Frost to Savannah When looking, drop in lockin' Just choppy So ears wide and poppy And a spoonful of Disney
1: We have a jingle. We have
0: a jingle now.
1: It's so cool. So the other day, um you might remember that we called friend of the friend of the show, Georgina Smithers, to ask if she was gonna make us a jingle. And she was like, Oh, I've got a friend, um and he's gonna make one for you and we were like actually no, I I thought he was just gonna like write the lyrics for one.
0: I wasn't actually, to be fair, because she was speaking on your end, I couldn't really hear what she was saying. All I could hear is that a jingle was going to happen, and it was very exciting. Anyway,
1: the jingle came, and as you just heard, it's fucking incredible. We're so happy. It's so (laughs) professional. So shout out to Joshua Ward. He made that for us. Um, Yeah. As I said to him, you're a wizard. You're a wizard, Joshua.
0: (laughs) You're a wizard, Joshua. Thank you so much. We're really appreciative, and you're forever the best friend of the Disney a Day blog and podcast. I'm
1: just gonna like play that as I walk around in my life now. <laughs> uh, that's just some really nice excitement for today. But how how are you doing, Liz?
0: Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm recovered from my hangover. Um, how are you doing?
1: Um. I'm just really lethargic this weekend. I think I got out of bed at about one o'clock, which is fine. Um, Yeah, Liv called me earlier to be like, look, I'm playing a board game and I've baked and I've done all these things. And I was like, (laughs) oh, cool, I'm still in bed. But, you know, it's fine. It's whatever you want to do, really.
0: I think people deal with things in different ways. And my way of dealing with stress is to do loads of shit. (laughs) um but I did have a cry on my boyfriend this morning and said that I missed all my friends so you know different different kinds of stress really
1: yeah and I mean I can be productive sometimes but I just I just don't want to be at the moment and I think it's okay Well, what's your positive thing for today let's let's sprinkle a little bit of positivity
0: uh, what was my positive thing for today? Um, my banana bread that I made. And yes, yeah, I did make banana bread. I am stereotype. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Um, yeah, my banana bread's pretty good. It did look good. What about you? What's your positive thing?
1: My positive thing is that Molly and I actually, when I did eventually get up, uh, Molly and I watched the new episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, we're just doing free, free PR for Disney Plus all the time, even the, the series, which is amazing. If, um, if you haven't watched it, um, and we made jump tarts whilst we watched that, and then whilst we were watching today's film, we ate all of the jam tarts and they were delicious. That was just a really nice thing.
0: Lovely. But and what's your petty complaint? Well, What Cathy oh, complained today
1: is that, um, and I'd like to point out that I did change the sheets in my sister's room, but my mum changed the sheets in my Harry Potter cupboard, and she put on a duvet cover that I really don't like because it's got little like lines and like different textures, and I don't sleep under the duvet because I'm a freak. I sleep on top of it under a blanket, so it's like an extra mattress. And I can't do that now because she's put this really uncomfortable duvet on. And she was like, "Well, you can always change it." And I was like, "That seems a little bit excessive."
0: <laughs> Fair enough. That is What's both yours? petty and a complaint. You've it beautifully. <laughs> um, what is my petty complaint for today? um i have run out of bath salts that's a damn
2: um, shame that's
0: deeply upsetting it is a real shame and i'm gonna have to buy more i just frankly think that they don't make them strong enough because you have to add so many to make the bath smell nice that's how they get you
1: that's how they get all your money yeah
0: that's actually the biggest win of capitalism uh, did Dan watch with you today?
2: Uh, Dan did not. Um, I watched on my own today and it had my full attention because I actually hadn't seen, um, insert secret movie name here. Um, <laughs> so, um, nope, I was I was watching all on my lonesome. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'd never seen it either. Um, I watched with Molly, who'd also never seen it, and actually Baz sat down for the first 10 minutes and then left. So I don't know if that's anything to do with his opinion of the film, or they had other things to do. Um, I don't know. Who's to say? So today's surprise secret film was Meet the Robinsons, which, as we just said, neither of us had ever seen. So it's quite it's quite interesting to watch one because there's very few Disney films that I can watch from a completely. Blank serve. Sort of. So we're going to do 10 second plot. And I can't remember whose turn it is first today. I'm going to say it's yours.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. So
1: I'm going to count you good, in. Maybe. Three, two, one, go.
2: A little orphan boy with blonde hair, invents things, fucks it up at the science fair, goes to the future, realises he has a family because he's a dad or something, and then he comes back. (laughs) Time!
1: (laughs) You know what? That confusion really says it all.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to count you in. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, go.
1: Little orphan Lewis loves to invent things, but he doesn't have a family. And he goes to, the, he gets taken to the future, and then he meets this crazy family. And then
2: <laughs> we both got solidly to the end of Act One there.
1: Um, yeah, because this movie's batshit crazy. <laughs> it's really hard to sum it up in ten seconds. And uh, that's, I don't think that reflects badly on us. <laughs>
2: No, I never think anything but reflects badly on us. No.
1: Um. So let's have some general, sort of general thoughts. I mean, from that there, you'll have gathered that, like, we've I think we've both come away from this film quite confused. <laughs> I think it was trying to do something. I mean, I suppose a little bit like Zootopia. It was like trying to do something quite sweet and profound but it just wasn't because the whole premise is like you've got like this little orphan and then there's time travel and then when he goes into the future it's like oh I do have this family so then he goes back but then he knows how to make his life great and I don't know (laughs) it was just crazy (laughs) it like started off like
2: normal. I mean, I'm, I'm frankly shocked that you brought up Zootopia Gate again. I mean, I personally think we just need to, you know, put that behind us. Um, but um, no, I agree. I think it was a bit of a confused movie. Um, I think I'm trying to pinpoint exactly where the confusion arises because... I don't know, I feel... The thing is, I feel similarly about this one to I did about Wreck-It Ralph, where I just feel like Disney have got too confused at this point and they just start throwing in odd bits of different and slightly competing storylines and the movie just ends up being a bit mad. So, for for example, in this one, we had a villain who ended up actually being... um, what's his name lewis's housemate from the beginning but actually they go one step deeper housemate necessary (laughs) and then actually the hat is the actual baddie
0: and i was just kind of like
2: okay sure you didn't need it though it didn't need to be done
1: No, I think they, like, at the moment, it's, wow, those sort of films, it's, like, a high-concept idea. They've got this, like, nice emotional story in a high-concept idea, in a high-concept idea, in a high-concept idea, (laughs) and you sort of lose it because you're thinking about all these, like, this stuff about time travel. And, like, I think, for me, the point where it got too much... Is when he goes into the future and meets this family that he's actually the head of, unbeknownst to him. And there's like 17 people in this family. And I was like, who are these people? I don't care.
2: <laughs> no, so, I mean, the family were quite cool, I thought, but. No, yeah, you but went, st- you didn't need all deep, of them. And they were one step even deeper. And then they brought in a dinosaur?
1: Yeah, I mean, I fell asleep for five minutes and I woke up and there was a dinosaur.
2: <laughs> yeah. So what happened was evil, but not evilist character goes back in time on the stolen time machine, and then brings forward a T Rex. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then the T Rex does nothing else in the entire. Yeah. Movie. No. There's
1: just like a little gag about the fact that it's like got a short little arms. Yeah, um, which, you know,
2: I, uh, I, you know what? I'm a, I'm the biggest fan of T-Rex small arm humor. Like, <laughs> honestly, absolutely fucking love it. Um, but this wasn't a, a, a dinosaur basis. movie. Um, all in all, I think this could have been ex. I think the emotional journey of Lewis could have been executed with half as much kind of, I don't know, fluff.
1: Mayhem,
2: yeah, Utter mayhem. all the movies are getting longer, but I haven't yet seen one that actually justifies its length apart from Tangled.
1: You're absolutely right. It doesn't justify that extra like half an hour. It's just craziness. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was really bizarre. <laughs> um, let's go into a bit of character assassination. So, Lewis, I think we both thought he was a bit of a fucking annoying little prick, to be honest.
2: <laughs> I thought he was a bit of a brat. Like, I, as I wrote in the blog, um, I feel bad because obviously he's an orphan, and so it always feels a bit wrong to criticise an orphan when he hasn't had a proper upbringing, etc. But he did just, I just found him really annoying. He broke the time machine even though it wasn't his time machine, which just annoyed me. And then he didn't seem that bothered or like like he was going to say, sorry, or fix it. Um, this woman was trying really hard to get him adopted, but he kept like running off places instead. I don't know, I just thought he was- Yeah, he was like
1: bitching, being like, why does no one want to adopt me? And then when she brought all these like perfectly good families to meet him, he's like, no, I'm too busy building a memory machine now, actually.
2: Oh, and also he kept his housemate... I mean, obviously this is a massive plot point, but he kept his roommate up, like, crazy amounts in the night while he was inventing, which is just really rude. Yeah, so
1: I actually... I liked little Gibi, because I straight away, when the first things I said was like, that kid has fucking bags under his eyes. Like, what is keeping him awake? This is really weird. Turns out it was Lewis, and because he kept him so sleep-deprived and not been able to achieve his goals, he wanted revenge against him. And I actually, like, I kind of get it.
2: (laughs) I'm not mad at him. Yeah. um, I think a goob, is what they called him, is quite a misunderstood character. It actually doesn't really turn out to be the all-in-all villain. No, they
1: just, at the end, it's like, it's the hat.
2: (laughs) I think maybe because you end up feeling so sorry for, for Goob. <laughs> I felt
1: really sorry for him. I liked him but... more than Lewis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did like him. Um, I've got more on that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I think merge it into when we talk about messaging later. So Okay.
1: Um I also thought that Lewis I mean this is me being like annoying screenwriter now, but
2: like the final
1: act of the film was like nothing. Um, so when does the final
2: act begin?
1: So sort of when the people start disappearing and the hats take over the world. This sounds so mad if you've not seen it, but basically <laughs> the actual villain of the film and these like little robot hats that are sentient. The robot's hat take over the world, and Lewis is like, shit, I've got to fix this. So he jumps in the time machine, which takes him about 30... 30- the whole movie's been, like, bitching. I can't fix this time machine. I can't do it. And then he fixes it in, like, 30 seconds, shoots off back <laughs> to the past, goes to this little hat, this first little hat, and is just like, I'm not going to invent you. And then the world is saved. Like, he's not really, he's not done anything to deserve that. It was all over in the space <laughs> of, like, five minutes. So they could put in the, like, sappy scenes at the end of, like, him being, like, I don't want to be- meet my birth mum because I have a family It's actually not tangible because it doesn't even exist yet because it's in the future. I don't know what they want.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole hat thing, it was all very... To be honest, it was just all very strange. <laughs> um, I think it, the movie started to fall apart by this point. I think, actually... The point at which they brought the dinosaur in was the point at which I was like, nope. It's yeah, that's a good... That's like, a good like, um, they fucking lost it. They've good had marker. too many donuts whilst creating this script and now it's all fallen apart.
1: Are there any other characters we need to assassinate? I don't really think there are any of...
2: No. Oh, um,
1: little Orphan Leos' future wife has a little jazz band of frogs that she trains to sing and like i know that someone thought of that and was like this this is a great idea let's put it it's horrible and it, i really hate it it's really creepy and um it doesn't add anything weird so I, they're like no,
2: i didn't i didn't mind the frogs but um <laughs> but i can see why maybe they you felt that they're a bit gratuitous to the movie because they didn't add anything um and i
1: suppose that leads us into what's going to be a very short conversation about the music choices um i can't remember a single song in that i don't think there was there I, was but i don't remember them
2: so there was a closing sequence where lewis gets adopted by those two people who he recognizes because obviously he knows that they're going to be the grandparents so yeah um, well we'll come on to that in so messages <laughs> yeah so there was that and then showing him his workshop and I liked all of that so actually that end sequence song I quite liked
1: yeah they were nice songs but not like memorable like they've already left my brain it's
2: not you know I don't know what I mean I said this about um I can't remember one of the other ones Wreck-It Ralph probably um I don't know what happened to Disney's music studio at this point I don't know whether the music studio went into quarantine well we
1: have um, <laughs> we have a theory that it went into quarantine to write let it go and all they <laughs> threw all the money at let it go they chucked everything at let it go and uh do you want to build a snowman to a lesser extent and everything else suffered
2: Oh, that's what's probably what was true. They were probably in a room with Adina Menzel for 15 years. Which is. And they why... were like, Adina.
1: Well, no, I'm not blaming Adina. Like, oh, we should. Um, we've got some other films coming up. No, it's not important.
2: <laughs> it's this one film and this one film only. It's probably why John Travolta got her name wrong at that award ceremony <laughs> because just no one had seen her for 15 years. He just saw her name and was like, "Can't be her. She's been fucking gone for." She's become years. a mess. not be Adele. <laughs> She's become <laughs> a myth. Um, and
1: it's going to be another very short conversation. Whether this film passes the be- Bechdel test, or in fact my new test, which debuted yesterday on the podcast, um. I don't think it passes the original batchdale test. Nope.
2: Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, we only have one female character. We have like she a speaks a lot. A
1: couple, but they're not important. They Do
2: speak to each other?
1: No. And so from, if you remember from yesterday, my number one of the new sort of feminist test, is there an equal similar, equal or similar number of female main characters to male main characters? No, we've just answered that. No. So it's, it's fallen at the first hurdle. <laughs> so it's not a feminist film. Uh, it's a crazy film. It's not much music. Um, wow. A lot of negativity. <laughs>
2: But, you know,
0: negativity.
2: it's, it's amazing. It <laughs> <laughs> what did you think the message was?
1: So, <laughs> I've given it some thought, and I think the message was you can do whatever you want with your life, you can make a really great life for yourself as long as someone takes you to the future and shows you what your future is and all the people in it so you know exactly what choices to make so you can get to that point and create that amazing life yourself anything is possible with time travel and that's what I think the message is
2: okay interesting (laughs) so (laughs) so I took away a very different message okay and I want to make this very, very clear to a lot of people, because I think it might end up being quite important to a few people's lives. Be really careful with your insomniac housemates. Be really, really careful. Oh, yeah. they will grow up, and they will want to ruin your life.
1: They will take revenge on you. And actually, you can't even be mad, because insomnia does mad things to people. If someone kept me awake, and i had you know those suitcases under my eyes i'd probably get a demon hat and try and destroy them too just be careful
2: (laughs) that's the message i took away i think there was a vague message about looking forward not letting your background hold you back
1: keep moving forward
2: in the dinosaur (laughs) evil hats time travel uh, singing frogs fiasco that's
1: very true because the message like the motto of the guys come lewis's eventual company was keep moving forward and they probably said it like 37 times during the script but the fact that we've (laughs) we've already forgotten it because of all the chaos (laughs) says a lot
2: But this is the thing I think they said it so many times because they were worried like oh fuck are they going to lose it around the time that the dinosaur turns up like they're um, going to Yes about they the were right. So at least the they knew turns up. um but they didn't really do <laughs> they created the demon hat and they were like well we have to keep the demon hat we can't not have the demon hat the demon hat is everything but we also need to make sure that we reinforce the message another five times otherwise it's going to be lost i think
1: maybe what happened when they're making this film is that they were like right we've got this really like beautiful universal story of finding family and making what you want to of your life but then they were like, we also have this, like, random idea of, like, singing frogs, and we also have this random idea of, like, a demon hat, and, like, a random idea about time travel and bringing a dinosaur back, and, like, I think we can incorporate this in one film, and that's what they did.
2: <laughs> it, was. So, it was, it was just a bit mad.
1: It was. But what did you rate it?
2: Uh, so I rated it a five.
1: Interesting. Bang on average.
2: Yeah, but I think it was a bang on average film. I do think there were some sweet sentiments in there. Like I said, I really liked that final sequence. Um, and I, you know, I, I thought the inventing stuff was quite cool. I thought elements of it were quite cool. And I thought the message, once you managed to grasp it, was nice. Um, but then it lost a lot of marks just because there's no good music there doesn't seem to be a storyline that's been laid out properly. Um, and Lois is a bit of a knob, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gave it a five and a half because I don't think it's bang on average purely because like it's so mental. Um, and I think there was a nice message hidden in there. And some of the stuff was kind of burn. Um, but it was messy and i don't think it was profound as it wanted to be and it was yeah but like i didn't i didn't hate it i enjoyed it at times but there's just a lot there's a lot to oh yeah
2: i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't we're not talking pinocchio but we're just not talking like Mulan.
1: And that's the scale, okay? Everything works <laughs> on a scale from Pinocchio to Mila. <laughs> but Liv, I've actually got a very important question for you now. Is, are you having sex with any of the characters? Are you picking this as your Disney sex film?
2: Is this my Disney sex film? Uh, no, no, that's a, that's a pretty solid no. Um, I thought having sex with... All of the characters, and this is exactly how now I watch Disney films. I think everyone should know this this podcast (laughs) (laughs) has overtaken me so that every time a new character gets introduced, I'm like, Would I have sex with them though?
0: I
1: actually Um, don't, but maybe I will now. (laughs)
2: Um, I think a lot of the family members would be quite fun to have sex with, um, not the frogs. Um, Uh, no. I don't know how you'd have sex with the hat. Um, but that, that hat Lewis, would find a way. <laughs> Lewis is 13. Uh, so it's a strong, strong no from me, really.
1: Um, for me, the only thing, the only people I'm considering is grown-up Gooby, because I just feel quite bad for him. and Like, he needs something good to happen in his life. And um that she might be it on another no actually on another note my favorite character i don't want to have sex with her she was a child was the little girl who at the science fair i've forgotten about her had fire ants and was like really evil and i loved her but i don't want to have sex with her so for me it's a no it's not a lot of appeal (laughs) So normally it would be time for listener questions. I don't think we have any today.
2: Uh not to my knowledge, no.
1: So what I'm going to do instead is um I don't know whether this is going to become a regular segment, but it's just something kind of fascinating. Basically, I discovered this. I discovered <laughs> loads of people nearby, but I came across it. This, like, right-wing Wikipedia where loads of, like, really right-wing Americans review films about how liberal or uh, conservative they are. And I just wanted to maybe have a quick little discussion on their take on Meet the Robinsons. Um, I won't read it all just in case it's some sort of um, I don't know anyway the movie so they think it is a conservative movie they think the greatest conservative movie is this it's called the movie shows a message about the value of life family and considers the contribution contributions and possibilities lost by every child that is aborted Okay. Do you agree with that? <laughs> 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 um, pff,
2: I'm, not, I'm not sure that fits completely in with the whole orphanage thing. No. Um, I think it does. did I have a good
1: upbringing, did he?
2: Are they trying to say that if you abort your child, you're possibly depriving the world of a time machine? I think that is what they're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be honest, I think I'm just going to leave that there.
1: <laughs> Meet the Robinsons <laughs> as pro-life. Uh, you heard it per- first on this podcast.
2: What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know if I even want to. I like reading these and laughing at them. I don't actually want to give it any of my time, any of my real time. <laughs> But that was a fun little segment. Um, And with that, uh, I think it's time to say goodbye. Unless, Liv, you have anything else you want to add?
2: Nope. Um, as always, I'm going to plug the Facebook, a Disney a day. The Instagram, a Disney a day. And, you know, we are Hannah and Liv. And please send in your questions if you have any so that we don't have to keep reading conservative wikipedia
1: questions fan art maybe you've got your own conservative wikipedia page <laughs> we'll read anything
2: maybe you think that the movie is pro-life please join the discuss debate.
1: <laughs> no if you are pro-life don't write into this podcast <laughs> uh yeah we'll, we'll see go now. Uh we've been Hannah and Liv with a Disney a day keeps the Rona away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> Goodbye Yay.